Hey there, this is Alana Terry. Thanks for joining me at the Successful Writer Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Facebook groups because when you do Facebook ads, you're going to be using one kind of language and strategy. When you have a Facebook page, you're going to use a different type of strategy. And obviously when you post just your profile for your family and friends, that's going to be different. So instead of taking what we talk about, we talk a lot about Facebook ads and just transposing that information into posting for a group. I want to talk about how to make the most of a Facebook group if you've got one. And we're going to be focusing on mistakes to avoid in your Facebook group marketing. So first up, do you need a group? No, you don't need a group. If you dislike Facebook, you don't need to do it. If you had a group and you started it three years ago and loved it, and now it feels like a drain, you do not need to keep it up. You can always archive your group or pause it and then start it up again if you get more momentum. So this really is geared toward people who wants to actively build a Facebook group and increase your engagement. And this is not for people who just want one more thing to make them feel guilty that you haven't optimized yet. When you are in a Facebook group, one of the mistakes that authors make is just using it as like a bulletin board for announcements. I'm so excited to tell you that my new book will be out on Thursday. You absolutely can tell them about your new releases and how it's coming. But your group really is meant to be more of a back and forth and less of an announcement. So it would be as if you showed up to hear your favorite motivational speaker and all they did was stand up and tell you why they should buy your book as opposed to actually motivating you, right? So we want the engagement. People are there for the engagement. Another mistake people make is confusing the number of people in your group with the number of actual reading fans you have. So also keep that in mind. There are going to be some people in your group who are going to be perfect group members. They're going to have a lot of engagement. They're going to like everything. They're going to comment everywhere. They're going to act like you're their best friend in the world. And they might only read one of your books and that's all they're ever going to read. As opposed to someone might never join your group, but they buy every single one of your books. So Remember, the size of your group isn't really important, and just because you have 10,000 people in your Facebook group or you know of an author who does does not mean that's 10,000 readers who are eager to go out and grab their books. So don't be discouraged by a small group. A small but really engaged group is a huge blessing, whereas a huge group where it kind of turns into a free-for-all, nobody wants to be in that. So I also encourage you to go into your group with a real sense of purpose. What do you want your readers to get out of it? And less of a, how many books can I sell from this group? Because remember, you're the, you're the head, you're the lead. You get to kind of shape the group. And also the group gets to shape as you grow and change as well. So again, just because two years ago you started a group where every Thursday people, I don't know, shared what they had for breakfast, doesn't mean that you need to keep that up. And if you've gotten a group that the personality of it has kind of gotten away from you, so maybe there's bickering, political tirades, things that just aren't really conducive. Lots of authors who are kind of spamming your group, asking people to buy their books, if that's not the purpose of your group. If the group dynamics have gotten away from you, you do have ways to kind of rein those in. Another mistake authors make is to treat themselves kind of as just the celebrity and not the community moderator. So the difference would be the celebrity would just say, 
here's what I had for breakfast, right? Because they assume everybody in the world cares. Now, if you've got really low self-esteem, you need to remember people do care. You are the celebrity, but you also don't want it to be only about you, what you're doing, what you're reading. The real purpose of a Facebook group is for the engagement. If you just want a place where you can announce things, a Facebook page would actually be better for you. A group really is best served for people who want dialogue and back and forth. So the best kinds of posts are the ones that have a question and it's an open-ended question that will lead to actual dialogue. So it wouldn't just be, do you like romance? <laughs> Where the answer would be yes. Like if, if you're a romance author and somebody is in your group and you say, do you like romance? There's really nothing for them to do other than to say yes. So better questions would be, What's the best romance novel you've read this year? Or who is your favorite romantic couple? Or what romance book have you read that needs to be turned into a movie? Where you're going to get discussion and engagement. Also, don't assume that everybody has read your book. Some people are going to join your list because they know you. I'm sorry, join your group because they know you or they're on your newsletter list. Maybe they even downloaded one of your free books. Don't assume that people have read all your books. So don't just start by saying, Jenny made breakfast and she had bagels and eggs. What are you eating? Because if people don't know who Jenny is, they're not going to care. So you could instead say, Jenny's the main character in my newest mystery. Her, She's got this quirky breakfast tradition. Here's what she does. What's a quirky tr breakfast tradition that you like to do as an example, right? So don't assume that everybody who's on or in your group is intimately familiar with your writing and your characters and things like that. Don't make your group too hard to find. You don't want to make the mistake of like mentioning it once a year and then wondering why people aren't showing up. It can be in your back matter. It can be on your other Facebook pages and things like that. But I also don't recommend that you spend money on Facebook ads to get people in your group. So it's a little bit of a, well, how do I get people in my group? Giveaways can be a really good one. Getting people from your newsletter list into your Facebook community can be another nice way to have another different kind of engagement. Because again, there's more back and forth when you're in a group. Um, and then another mistake is to only invite like your writing friends, especially if they don't write in your genre. The two problems with that are writing friends who don't write in your genre might not really be able to contribute a ton. So for example, if you're in a romance book and I'm sorry, a romance group, and you ask your readers, what are you reading this weekend? And 90% of the people there mention books that aren't your genre, then people aren't going to really feel like this is a community for them. The other thing that can happen if you invite a lot of authors in your genre is it could, if you don't have kind of set rules, it can turn into something where it just becomes spammy. I love having people in my community who are authors in my genre, but there's kind of parameters around it, right? I don't want everybody like once a day putting a link to their book or things like that. A really easy way around that is to have, you know, maybe like every Friday, right? Um, if you're an author in this genre, post your link here or things like that. So those are just some ideas and suggestions. Ways to make it easier to manage are setting up kind of recurring things. So maybe every Monday you have a post that just goes out automatically that says, tell us what you read this weekend. Or on the first of the month, you say, hey, it's a new month. Um, what was the best book you read in the last 30 days? Those kinds of things you can do a little bit automatically. 
You can also follow authors or groups for book lovers that post like fun memes or jokes that book readers love and things like that. Those can be fun things to share. So remember, the purpose is to create kind of a fun, close, engaged community, not quite so much to just sell the books. And it's really not about making you the celebrity. It's more about allowing you to be the moderator of a nice engaged group. It's a good way to get your pulse on what readers in your genre do and don't like. One of my favorite questions to ask is what's one of your biggest pet peeves about this specific genre? If you have a lot of readers in your group who do know your books, another great question is what makes an Alana Terry novel different than other Christian fiction novels? And hearing what others have to say can really help you kind of pick your language when you're trying to reach more readers like that. So that's all I have to say right now about Facebook groups. Again, this is something for people who enjoy being on Facebook and want this engaged community. This is not for people who just need one more thing to feel guilty about not doing well. So I hope that was useful for everybody and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Successful Writer Podcast. Today's episode has been sponsored by BetterHelp that provides secure online counseling with a licensed professional therapist. I'm a really private person, so I was nervous to start counseling, but I'm really thankful for how easy they made the process. When you sign up, you fill out this form, and then they use your answers to match you with just the right therapist. It's easy to set up your appointments, and you can chat with your therapist via messages or phone or video, and you can also switch therapists anytime. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they also have financial aid packages, so don't let the cost be the reason not to pursue talking to somebody. The writing life can be hard and sometimes lonely, and we're really not meant to go and do it alone. I'm really thankful for my therapist and for all the insights that have been coming up in my appointments. Like I said, I was pretty scared at the beginning because I didn't know what to expect, but now my biggest regret is honestly not doing it sooner. BetterHelp is giving successful writer listeners 10% off your first month of counseling. Just go to betterhelp.com Alana to start your therapeutic journey today.